reservations are made and international tickets have been purchased. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. My friends in the land of Podcastia, I am off to Nepal again for my third time. I am actually falling in love with Nepal. And uh, in Nepal, they say, once Nepal, always Nepal. <laughs> and uh, I'm starting to find that it's true. Uh, yeah, so I've, I've purchased my, my tickets. I'm going March 15th, I leave. Uh, I'll be gone again for three weeks. I'm going uh, mostly as a Buddhist pilgrimage. That's my thing. And, uh, and there's going to be some shopping going on. Yeah, of course, because I have a little online store. I sell some Dharma goods and some Dharma practice supplies that I've been making now for quite some time. Uh, yeah, so that's great. And then I have some friends there now. This will be my third trip. So I'm looking to deepen that friendship and uh, those friendships and uh, try a, a couple different pilgrimage spots. So I know I don't talk too much about being Buddhist here, but I do talk about my uh, international travels. And I've done many a podcast about uh, time in Nepal, Kathmandu specifically. Uh, and even uh, last year, I, I hit a couple extra spots. I went to uh, a couple of caves where Pama Sambhava went. He's a great historical figure. And the reason why, one of the main reasons why there is Buddhism in Tibet, why Tibet is a completely, a completely Buddhist country. Uh, <clears throat> so I went to a couple caves in Nepal, you know, because he, he was Indian. So he had to get from India to to Tibet. You basically have to cross Nepal. Uh, uh, so, yeah, he stayed in a number of caves there, uh, Parping uh, and uh, Yarnak. Uh, so I went to both of those. That was great. Um, and then I went to Lumbini, the birthplace of Buddha. How could you not go to Nepal and not visit the birthplace of Gautama Siddhartha himself, my friends? So, uh, yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. That just kind of came about. And uh, I was like, oh, you know what? I want to go back to Nepal. So I worked it out at work. Uh, I got some backup. And... Uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I have some some friends there that I've made um, that I'd like to deepen those relationships. And there's a couple more places I really want to go to in Nepal. Uh, Maratika Caves. There are other caves of Pamasambhava uh, connected to Amitayus, which is uh, very special to me. Uh, that might not mean anything to anyone out there, unless, of course, you're a Buddhist and, of course, Vajrayana Buddhist. But... Um, it's kind of a big deal. So, yeah, I couldn't make it last year just based on time. And this year, uh, I've been doing a lot more research, and I'm really excited to try a couple new things out. Definitely going to go back to Lumbini uh, and spend a lot of time at the Monkey Temple, Swambunath, and, uh, of course, Budnath, which uh, I'll be very close to, Budnath Stupa. Uh, the, the, of course, some shopping and some great food eaten really excited about all that. Um, I have been thinking about moving to Nepal in the near future in retirement. 
Uh, and I don't know if moving to Nepal is a good way to talk about it, but maybe nine months a year there while I am retired. Uh, and partly because I love Nepal. It's a beautiful country. It's Buddhist. Uh, and then I can, I can easily access India, uh, Tibet, China, and uh, Bhutan, which are all places that I either have been to or want to go to. Uh, and, you know, it's very inexpensive related to the United States. So whatever I have in my retirement will just do me a lot better over there. So I don't know, kind of seems like it makes the most sense. Um, so I'm going to be looking into that just a little bit. Retirement is quite some time off, but uh, might as well start planning now. And then speaking of Bhutan, <laughs> Bhutan's not that far from Nepal. Uh, Bhutan's a little harder to get into. You can't just show up in, in Bhutan like you can in Nepal. I can just land, get my visa at the airport and spend 15, 18 days in Nepal. But Bhutan... It's a little harder to get into, and I need a tour guide. It's similar to Tibet, and Bhutan is a very, very quietly unknown country to most. If you're looking at a map of kind of Nepal and India and uh, the Himalayas and on the other side, of course, Tibet, if you look below Nepal, there's a very small country there, and then below that country is the country of Bhutan. Very Buddhist. Oh, my word. Very Buddhist, uh, un quietly unknown Buddhist country. They judge their country's wealth on GTH, which is gross total happiness. Uh, but yeah, you need a tour guide to get in. You can't just show up. Uh, you can't just show up at the border if you don't have the paperwork. So I'm going to be spending this whole year getting ready. And then basically I have to fly into I have to fly into either India or uh, Nepal. There are only two airlines that fly into Bhutan and it's I considered the most difficult airport to land at. Uh, so it's not like I can just show up from America from the US of A. So I will next year I will fly to uh, back to Nepal, Kathmandu, maybe spend uh, three days there and then do nine days in nine, 12 days in Bhutan, maybe 10 days and then go back to Kathmandu for a couple days and then fly back home. That's kind of what I'm thinking. So yeah, I'm very excited to go back to Nepal this year, uh, in pilgrimage mode, um, and other, uh, other states of traveling, uh, it should be really cool, and uh, I'm really excited. So, yeah, uh, my hotel is set, uh, the Bodhi Guest House, such a great place. Uh, and uh, just working out, just working it all out, my friends, working it all out. I will uh, plan to get all my podcasts done in advance and then do some. I will record while I'm there and then uh, just post a bunch when I'm out and um yeah, I, 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 if you don't know, I'm also a podcast shy this week. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, I don't know what happened, but uh, I owe you another one. So podcast 301. Wow, I've done 300 podcasts 
amazing. Uh, podcast number uh, 301 should be coming out this week. And then uh, hopefully next week I'll be back on track. And then we'll just see where the One Hand Speaks storytelling will take us. See, I told you, he's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.